3: a brief idea of who he is. Uh, Jason is a political and and public policy consultant and is the president of the Institute for Liberty, which is a nonprofit think tank based in northern Virginia. He writes opinion um, editorial articles on pop culture, policies, uh, politics, and has appeared in over 50 newspapers and magazines across the United States. He is also the author of two books, The James Miracle and Christmas Jars. He's also working on a new novel, The Wednesday Letters. But one of the things I want to say is that when you sit and you pick up this book, Christmas Jars, first of all, you pick it up and you're blown away by the cover. Uh, We were sitting around looking at the cover the other day and was so touched by what, what that cover brought to all of us, reminders of our lives, of our Christmas traditions, what they need and what they've been for us. And so um, I'm thrilled that Jason Wright is joining the show today and that we're here and going to be talking about a phenomenal book and uh, more than that, how we can open our hearts, how we can really tap in to that divine nature that we truly are, a place of love and a place that comes with all of the trimmings all over it already divine and in the spirit of giving Um, one of the things i'd like to talk about is that uh, um, when we sit down and we say to ourselves what is my life about what is the meaning of it what makes sense today what doesn't make sense today how can each of us instead of thinking about our own stuff the things that go on in our own lives How can we kick it up a notch and say, how can I give back to the world? How can I give something so great, so profound, so amazing that I will change not only the lives of others in a positive way, but I will change my own life? Let's take a short break. It's a station ID. When we come back, we'll be back with Jason Wright. We'll be talking about Christmas jars but much more than that, we'll be talking about how each and every one of us has the gift to help another human being, what stops us from doing that, and what gets us started. I'm Dr. Pat Basilli. This is the Dr. Pat Show. I'm thrilled to be here with you. We'll take a short break and be right back.
0: HealthyLife.net, the Positive Radio Network.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. I'm here with Jason Wright. Jason, thank you so much for joining the show today.
4: Well, thanks for having me. It's a real pleasure.
3: Well, I was saying um, earlier that, uh, you know, I've I've got a copy of the book, and I was looking at the cover, and the cover alone will bring tears to your eyes. Yeah. And what I wanted to ask you was, uh, you know, here is this book, and we're talking about the the holiday season, and we're talking about paying things forward. And uh, I I think the, the question, the obvious question that comes to mind is, you know, this idea of Christmas jar, what does that mean? What is a Christmas jar? Because, you know, many people have not heard that term before. We hear a lot of things about Christmas, but not quite Christmas jar. Maybe you could say a little bit about that.
4: Absolutely. And first of all, I'll just say uh, I'm so glad that you commented on the cover. You're the first person that's, that's mentioned that to me on the radio. I
3: have to tell you, it brought tears to my
4: eyes. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's so well done. In fact, the, the designer, a lovely young woman by the name of Cheryl Dickert Smith, has um it's very protective of that cover, and she's, uh, the publishers wanted to do a few different things to it, to, to change it a little bit uh, on the hardcover edition, and, and she said, uh, you know, Over My Dead Body, basically. So it's just a fabulous cover, and I think it's the reason that we're on the air today and that the book has had some measure of success in large part is because the cover just calls out to people to pick it up and, and see what kind of magic is inside. So all props to her. But a, a Christmas chart answer to your question very simply is... Uh, an empty glass jar, maybe it's a mayonnaise jar, a pickle jar, a, a jam jar, whatever you like. You wash it out real nice, and you place it on your kitchen counter. And then at the end of every day, you come home and take your spare change from your pockets or your purse or your backpack or your fanny pack or whatever, and you drop it in a jar. And once the change is in the jar, it becomes almost sacred. It can't, can't come back out again. And then you do this for as long as you can until... Until Christmas Eve. And on Christmas Eve, you sit down with your family and you find a worthy recipient for your Christmas jar. Maybe it's a neighbor, someone from school, someone from church, and you just uh, put it on their front doorstep and knock on the door and run like crazy.
3: It's a wonderful idea, Jason. It's a wonderful idea. Um, you know, there are many, many.
0: HealthyLife.net, the Positive Radio Network.
3: Welcome, everyone. I guess we're having a little technical difficulties here. Just heated up the old uh, airwaves with our conversation. It's such an opening conversation. It's such a phenomenal conversation uh how do you give how do you take your heart and you give to another what can we do each and every one of us so that you know we continue to give and continue to grow and jason was sharing the the fact that you know we have this amazing jar and we put our pennies in we put our quarters in we put our nickels in we put our dimes in it doesn't matter what we put in but when it's filled and believe me you put the money in and it's not for one of us take out at any point in time, but when it's filled, then you give it to someone. You give it to someone who is so waiting for you to do that. You give it to someone that is sitting there thinking, wow, you know, I wish I had a few dollars here and there. There are so many stories that you can read about uh, people paying it forward, but here here is this book. The book is called Christmas Jars, The Odds and Right, and Jason, I'm not sure if you're back yet, uh, but when he comes back, we'll be talking with Tim. Uh, and here you have this idea of saying, what can I do to help another person? You know, I coach many, many people, and I coach people from around the country, and people who are in despair or people who are in between jobs. And you say, you know, what can you do to help another person? How can you get yourself out of whatever you're in right now to help another person? And imagine being able to save just pennies, nickels, it doesn't matter what it is, and putting it in the jar and then the thought of being able to pass that forward, being able to pass that forward to another individual, someone may, that may not have enough money to put a Christmas dinner or a holiday dinner on their table. and how does one feel when you get to that place we get so busy in our lives we're so busy at doing the things that that uh, we don't even know why we're doing them and yet to take time to throw your change in a jar and make that jar someone's very very special gift is is actually opening of the heart that's what it is so you know, when you think about what, what to do this holiday season, when you think about a story like Christmas Jars, who, by the way, the book is going to be put out as a, a major motion picture in 2008, from what I understand. And it is going to be a phenomenal story, a story about the gift, about what each and every one of us can do to move things forward. So, Jason, again, sorry about the technical difficulties there. No problem. Welcome to live radio, right? Absolutely. That's what happens when we get geared up here and we heat up the airwaves a little bit. <laughs> you know, when I was talking about the tradition of, uh, uh, of, of throwing some change in a jar, I know growing up we always did that, not quite in a Christmas jar, <clears throat> but we always did save our change. And I wanted to ask you the question. There are so many important traditions. There are so many things that happen. What really did inspire the book? Christmas jars.
4: Well, you know, it it all started a couple of years ago. My wife and I were trying to come up with a new tradition that we could get our kids really excited about. We had three little ones. Um, Let's see, there were nine, six, and and two at the time, and we just wanted uh, to come up with something that the whole family could really get involved in. And my wife and I have both experienced our share of uh, blue Christmases. Uh, my father died just before Christmas when I was in high school, and my wife lost her uh, her brother just a week before Christmas a few years ago, and and it just had become a little bit of a sort of a blue holiday in our home, and we thought we need to snap out of this and add some spark and flavor and meaning back to the holiday. And So we were sitting down one night, and someone suggested that we take all that spare change that accumulates, you know, in corners around the house and in the couch cushions and in the ashtray of our cars and we thought, why don't we take all that change and just put it in a big jar, we'll collect it, Uh, this is October, so we thought we'll collect it until Christmas and then surely we can find someone that could use this and put it to good use in their life, maybe someone who's sort of struggling that could use it to, you know, buy a few Christmas presents for their kids or something and It was kind of an experiment, and it it went so well. We had such a great experience dropping it off at a family's home on Christmas Eve and knocking on the door and, you know, screwing around the corner. We thought, let's do this year-round. So we put a jar on the counter Christmas Day and did it for a full year and gave uh, our second jar away last year, and it was just a a real miracle for our family.
3: It is a miracle. I mean, it's such... An inspiration to hear the story, to read the story, and to actually know that this is not just something that we're chit-chatting about on radio. I mean, this is actually something that we can do. I mean, this, What I love about what you're saying is, and and this is really important to me, Jason. Thank you so much for joining, joining me on the show today. For those of you just tuning in, I'm here with Jason Wright. We're talking about
4: Christmas jars.
3: It doesn't matter how much money gets put in the jar, does it?
4: No. In fact, I'm very glad you said that. It's, in fact, there's a line in the book about that. It doesn't matter how much goes into the jar. It's what comes out of the jar. When someone receives it, they're getting more than money. They're getting a strong, clear message that they are loved, they are, they are uh, considered and thought of. And, and whoever handed them that jar was thinking of them and was aware of their, of their needs and their struggles. And I, the money could very well be important, in the right circumstance and if it was the right amount of money for the right family. But but you're right, it's not so much the money, it's the message.
3: What does this feel like for you? What does this feel like for you to know that you've written a book, of course you've written a book, and, and it is, congratulations, it is going to be picked up as a major motion picture. Thank you. But what does it feel like for you, for you to know that you could be touching the lives of millions of people.
4: Yeah, it's, uh, it's sort of hard, to I think, to articulate um, how, how blessed we've been and how absolutely humbling and gratifying it is. We, I get emails every day, especially here as we get closer to Christmas. Um, I get emails from, from folks all over the country, all over North America. Um, I got an email just this morning from a young man in Pocatello, Idaho, who said how much he enjoyed the book and that he now had a Christmas jar on his dresser in his bedroom that he had decided he was going to fill and give to St. Jude's Hospital. And he said, There's only a few dollars in my jar right now, and I don't know how much I'll be able to come up with by Christmas. He said, But it doesn't matter, even if it's only four or five dollars. I'm going to take that jar, and I'm going to have my mom put it in a box, and we're going to mail it to the hospital. And that is, that is the meaning of Christmas. That is what the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of, of this little book is all about. And it's so hard for me to, to, to really fathom, to be honest. There are thousands and thousands and thousands of people today that have jars on their counters that they're preparing to give away in here in just two weeks.
3: Well, I know you must hear from so many people, Jason. I know that you must hear from people all over the world. Did you ever think your life would be filled with this many connections? I'm sure you had some vision of your life. Did you ever see your life being the author of a best-selling book called Christmas Jars, where people are talking about it, where they're starting traditions, where, where a youngster is sitting there today, maybe someone... Maybe a young person that's about three or four years old and has this idea of a Christmas jar. Did you ever see your life turning into this heart-opening, fulfilled uh, helper of so many people?
4: Uh, no. I, I don't know that anyone could ever could ever predict their life going this direction. I, I work in politics uh, by trade. I'm a, I'm a political writer, and I write for newspapers and magazines, and and I run a small a non-profit think tank in Washington that deals with, you know, political and public policy issues from a sort of a center-right ideological feel. And, and um, I've always wanted to write fiction and have wanted to write something that I thought might be meaningful and might have some lasting effect and, and so forth. But I never predicted when I, uh, when I wrote Christmas jars this would happen. You know, we had such a good experience, uh, you know, my wife and I and the kids that I decided as we were doing this that I would try to fictionalize it. And and none of the book is based on our own experience at all. I just thought it would be fun to sort of write a book that would ask the question, where did the first Christmas jar come from? You know, who started this mysterious tradition? And that's sort of how the book came about. And I think when I started sending it off to some prospective publishers, uh, not really expecting much to ever come of it, Boy, if I'd been a gambling man and I'd put some money on the fact that one day we'd be sitting here in the air today, and that the book would be available, all, you know, all over the country, and and that a movie would be coming, boy, I could have made a lot of money on a bet in Vegas. Because I just, this is, um, it's really a blessing, and it's. I tell folks all the time that I'm much less concerned with how many books sell as I am with how many jars are given away on on Christmas Eve, and that's not to say I'm not proud of the success of the book, and I hope that folks will go out and buy the book, but you don't have to read the book to know how the tradition works. You know, this isn't a, this isn't some sort of a game to sell books. If you're having a tight Christmas, uh, if you feel like you can get the gist of the tradition without reading it, by all means, don't worry about the book. Just go take a jar and put it on your counter and start filling it up and put the put the experiment to the test.
3: I've got a, a, a great question for you and it was someone that sent me an email knowing that you were going to come on the show and we're going to go to a break right now but let me just get the question out. Uh, an individual emailed me and said, thank you Dr. Pat for having Jason on the show. The book is fabulous and has changed my life. The hardest part was not filling up the jar but wanting to fill up many, many jars. Ask Jason how he decided Who to give the first jar to? Jason, when we come back from break, love for you to share that answer with our listeners. I'm Dr. Pat Basile of The Dr. Pat Show. We'll be right back after this short break with Jason Wright, the author of Christmas Jars. This is a best-selling book and a fabulous, life-changing way for each and every one of us to help another person. We'll be right back after this short break.
1: Why do you exist? What is the purpose of Earth? Do the stars really hold the answer to your spiritual path? These questions and more are revealed through a private astrological consultation with spiritual astrologer Martin Montez. For an in-depth and empowering interpretation of your birth chart outlining your spiritual path, visit CosmicCuisine.com That's CosmicCuisine.com and let Martin Montes give you the answers
5: Amazon.com
0: For more information, call us toll free at 1 866 461 6463. When you need a positive point of view, turn to HealthyLife.net, your 24 7 radio network for a better future.
3: Video described by, you know. Approaching many of us so quickly, right up at our doorstep already. There have been many, 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 many traditions that uh, have been passed down. I know that it doesn't matter where you live or what you do. There's something around the holidays that happens that you think this is a phenomenal tradition. This is something that we had passed down to us. And if it's not the case, we've got a tradition for you to start. I'm here with Jason Wright. We're talking about the book Christmas Jars. But more importantly, we're talking about how each and every one of us can create a change in our lives as well as the life of someone that is so needing it. Jason, thank you so much for joining the show. Before the break, I asked you a question about uh, the, the decision that had to be made once that first jar was filled, knowing that there are so many people that could use that jar how did you come to make the decision to pass it forward? Yeah, that
4: was a that's a great question and um not one I get very often uh, surprisingly enough. I'll tell you that we really struggled because we we didn't we didn't know how uh, the recipient would accept it, if they would. We didn't want them to think that, you know, we thought that they were or that they somehow needed money. You know, we just we were very aware of the message that it might send, and so we wanted to pick someone that we thought would, would really accept it in the right in the right light uh, and meaning. And so we we sort of surveyed everyone we knew when we came up with a family from church that um, I don't know that they were necessarily struggling but money was uh, we knew was always pretty tight in their home and they were just getting ready to send one of their sons off uh, to do church work uh, in another part of the world and in a third world country and and they were sort of making the final arrangements on passport and and visa and buying him clothes and all that sort of stuff and we hit we knew the family relatively well from church so we uh, you know, we felt good about it. We, we considered it for a couple of weeks before we pulled the trigger, so to speak. And then that night, we we decorated the Christmas jar really nice, and and uh, my wife put a little a fake snow on it, and she's very crafty, so she made it look really, really nice. And we wrote a little note that said, you know, we hope that you'll use this money to help fund your, your son's work abroad and, you know, just accept this and this. Know, spirit of love and faith and, you know, we think you're good people. And we put it on the doorstep and we knocked and ran. And then we we heard uh, through the grapevine later how much they appreciated it and that the young man was really touched by it and that they they actually used the money to, uh, to pay for the young man's passport um, so that he could uh, take this trip. So it was a great, great experience and we've never doubted for a second that we made the right choice. Uh, last year we heard of a family that was having some health problems with one of their children, and we we sent it off in the mail to them uh, with no return address, uh, and similarly heard through, you know, some mutual friends how touched they were by it. So it's really up to each individual family, I think, to survey their lives and and just, you know, feel good about the decision.
3: It it really is, isn't it? I I mean, it, it really opens up a whole new conversation around the holidays, you know what I'm saying? i mean when when uh, I got the book and we introduced the conversation uh, to the family it, it wasn't a matter of uh, you know filling the jar. it was what happens if we have so many more people to give to, and isn't that a wonderful problem to have?
4: yeah, in fact, I got an email uh, last week from Someone that runs, uh, I think she's like an HR manager in that corporate office, and she said that they've had a jar uh, sitting on the receptionist desk for months and months that they've been collecting and had not decided who to give it to, but that they had finally counted it and were stunned to find almost $1,500 in the jar, which is a lot of spare change. Yes, it is. So they they decided that they would uh, take the money and break it up into... Five or six smaller jars, but still with a fairly significant amount of money, and then they were going to give it to some of the staffers uh, there that maybe don't make quite as much money as some of the others, and you know some of the hourly employees and whatnot that could really use it to help add a little bit of magic to their Christmas. So that's the beauty of the tradition: is that it's there is no, no wrong way to do it. Uh, if you if you feel good about your choice and um, everyone in your house uh, you know, or office is in agreement, then it is the right choice, no matter what you decide to do.
3: Well, one of the things I want to I thank you for, Jason, is uh, for being able to write a book like this and, and share a book that is so from your heart. I mean, there are many, many books that come across my, my desk, many stories that come across my desk. And when I, when I just picked up this book, and as I said earlier, Blown away by the cover. Just blown away by the cover. I mean, whether you understand what the book is about or not, once you see the cover and what it looks like, uh, you're immediately taken to a place of inspiration. And this book and your action is such an inspiration for so many people. There's so many people that, that have been touched by this. How do you look at, the, you know, your future around this? How do you hope that the world embraces this book now that it's getting to be and will become a movie soon?
4: Well, I, I hope that every single person that reads the book or eventually sees the movie um, takes the next step. I mean I, I mean, I talk to folks at signings and at, you know, appearances and at school assemblies and various activities, uh, sort of that have kept me busy for the last few months, and I would venture at least eight out of ten people, maybe nine out of ten people that I talk to that have read the book. They tell me, in fact, they do have a jar on their counter, they are filling it, and they are preparing to give it off to someone. And that, that for me is, that's the future of this. Is is today? You know, this year it might be. 100,000 jars, um, next year it might be half a million jars. Ten years from now, you know, could it be millions? Could it be tens of millions? And more interestingly for me is is if you do the math, and I've sort of done this, my wife and me, we sat down and we thought, well, each jar over the course of a year will probably generate about $100 average in spare change, and that's from surveying a lot of people that we know that have jars. Well, if half the people, only half the people that read the book and only half the people that see the movie, assuming that the movie has even a modest level of success, if half of all those people start a jar and those jars contain $100, take a wild guess at how much money we'll be giving away annually combined.
3: Oh, I can't even imagine, but it feels very large. (laughs) It's over a billion dollars.
4: Oh, no. In spare change. Oh, my goodness. Every year it would make it would make Christmas jars if it were a charity, it would make Christmas jars the fifth largest such charity in the world and this all from anonymous, nameless, faceless people that are just good Samaritans that just see an opportunity to help so I, I, the future of this is in, um, is in the hands of every single person listening to your show
3: and it is and, and this is really uh, a call to action I don't know if you've heard about my show, but my show is about action. Um, It is a talk radio show, and and I've elected to talk about thriving in our lives, but part of that is about taking action. doesn't matter how big or how small you think it is. It doesn't matter, as you've said, how much change is in the jar. That's not the point. The point is to take that action to get whatever it is that symbolizes a Christmas jar to you, and fill it up and give it to someone. And so, Jason, you know, as you look at these and as you've written the book, uh, I know that this is such a profound place to be. Let me ask you, how did someone, whoever that magnificent person was, how did they decide to take this book and create a movie out of it?
4: Well, I, I got a call about... Um eight or ten months ago from someone, Academy Award winner, actually, Keith Merrill, who won an Academy Award some years ago for his documentary work, really made his name in IMAX filmmaking. He's just a genius uh, behind the camera. And he called and said, hey, I've read your book. I wept. I sobbed. Uh, The ending really touched me. And I want to see this thing turned into a major motion picture. And the rest, as they say, is history. It's been a whirlwind trip uh, through these last few months. And the screenplay is now done and they're preparing to go into pre-production and it's just a, it's such a tremendous blessing to see all of the pieces coming together so perfectly.
3: Let's take a short break, Jason. I know you have to run. I'm hoping you'll be able to come back for, for another segment. But if you don't, please know that we are in so much support of all that you do. And we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to ask you, have you started your Christmas jar yet? It is not too late. I'm Dr. Pat Pasilli. We'll be right back with the Dr. Pat Show. Stay tuned, everyone.
6: Long run, humans cannot tolerate ecstasy deprivation, said Felicitas Goodman, anthropologist. Tune into the Dr. Pat show to learn more about ecstatic wisdom postures discovered by Goodman and taught by certified teacher Deborah Milton. The practice combines body postures with rhythms which expands consciousness, nurtures belonging and nourishes aliveness. Milton is teaching both in Seattle and Blacktail Ranch, Montana in August. For more information, go to www.deborahmilton.com. That's D E B O R A H M I L T O N.com. NLP is a behavioral science that utilizes language to impact verbal and nonverbal communication, allowing you to rethink how you perceive what is occurring in your mind. NLP provides a system of knowledge and values, procedures, and tools for the purpose of empowering your life and the life of others. When you learn how to practice NLP, you can become capable of achieving anything you set your mind to, anything. Join the Empowerment Partnership as they present the accelerated NLP practitioner training in Seattle, October the 8th through the 14th. Call 800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive 20% off the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that.
5: For all your live or pre-recorded webcasting needs, come to earthchannel.com. Get your web-based message out to a select group or the whole world. It's easy. A pioneer in webcasting, earthchannel.com provides the best products and services to big corporations and government users. And now, this same technology is available to you. They have the best earthcasting coders, servers, and products to meet your technical needs. But wait... Don't want to mess with technical stress? No problem. They'll do it for you. EarthChannel.com is your answer. You can use webcasting for lots of things, like advertising, marketing, customer support, training, and don't forget, web radio and TV. In fact, you're listening to a live Earthcast right now. So come to EarthChannel.com. Actualize your audio or video webcasting needs today. You can't beat the friendly service or the price. Call EarthChannel.com at 800-849-8978. That's 800-849-8978.
2: join the buzz and be the buzz sponsor the dr. Pat show call me at 206-523-5522 that's 206-523-5522
0: pep it up with positive energy power right here on healthylife.net
3: Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive By. If you want to find out more information about me, very easy. Go to www.thedrpatshow.com, wcom My guest today is Jason Wright, and we're talking about Christmas jars, but actually we're talking about much more than that. We're talking about opening your heart. And seeing if there is a help someone else, someone who is in need of your help. If you want to find out more about Christmas Jars, then what you can do is go to www.christmasjars.com. Uh, thank you Jason for joining the show today. I'd love to, to hear from you. I know you've got to run. I'd love to hear a little bit about, uh, the message that you would like to leave our listeners with.
4: Well, you know, my, my dear wife is always reminding me uh, that the fact that my name is on the front of the book doesn't mean much, and that this story doesn't belong to me. It belongs to every single person that has read the book, or every single person that has a jar on their counter today, and, and I think she's really on to something, and I have come to, uh, I've come to believe her, and I just feel like I was fortunate to to be in the right place at the right time to tell the story and to be inspired to tell the story. But I I do feel like um, the magic of Christmas jars and the the story behind it and the tradition itself really does belong to every single person that has a jar on their counter this afternoon. And if we've got just a second, I'll tell you about one really magical story about uh, an email I got months ago from a family out west. Do we have time for that? Sure, we do. All right. Well, there's a little boy who uh, had been suffering from cancer for almost a year, brain cancer, and they uh, started by removing a tumor about the size of a golf ball from the little boy's head. And he underwent radiation and chemotherapy and had a pretty rough year. And then one year ago, the family got a knock on their front door, and they pulled the door open, and there are two giant Christmas jars sitting on their front steps. And along with the jars is a a note, personal note, and a copy of the book, Christmas Jars. And the note said, we've read this book and we have adopted this tradition and we know that you're suffering, we know that your little boy has been suffering, so we want you to do with this money whatever you like. And they could have paid medical bills or, you know, had a nicer Christmas or taken a short trip. They could have done anything they wanted. Well, when this little boy, his name is Cameron, five-year-old boy, when he was asked what they should do with the money, He looked at his parents and said, I think we ought to take the money to Toys R Us and buy toys for the other patients at the hospital where he was being treated. He thought that the toys that they had in the waiting room, they were getting sort of old and gross. And he thought, isn't the spirit of Christmas and Christmas jars giving? So why should we keep this for ourselves and be so selfish? Why don't we go out and give it back away? Sure enough, that's what they did. And the young man, I'm sad to report, died just about eight weeks later uh, in February. But today, at this very hour, this family has a jar on their counter, and they have been filling it all year in Cameron's memory. And here in just two weeks, they will sit down, and they will sort of prayerfully examine their lives and their neighborhood, and their school and their church, and they will find another family to pass this jar on to, and that to me is is just truly the spirit of Christmas. That is the spirit of the book, of the tradition, uh, and when my wife tells me, you know, your name being on the front of the book doesn't mean anything, this doesn't belong to you, she's right, it belongs to that little boy and everyone else that has a jar on their counter today. So that's, that's the message I'd love for your listeners to take to heart uh, as we tune out here today.
3: What a powerful, powerful message to leave us with, Jason Wright. I want to thank you so much, and I want to thank your wife <laughs> <There's a laughs> for reminding lady. each and every one of us that you know so much of what we think we own is really not about that. It's about the gift, and thank you for bringing your gift to all of us I am so looking forward to our next conversation. I am so looking forward to uh, the motion picture that will be made out of this book. And I'm already going and getting my tissues
4: to get ready to watch it. (laughs) It will be powerful, no doubt about it. And I would just say quickly that I've done a lot of these interviews this year uh, over 30, you're probably the most insightful and interesting and entertaining host I've had the pleasure of talking to, and I haven't said that to anyone else, so I, I want you to know what a thrill it's going to be on your show. You run a very, very tight ship.
3: Thank you very much, and we look forward to getting you back, and I know that your wife is uh, getting ready to uh, uh, have your fourth child. That's right. All right, we have many blessings to you and your family. Thanks. You are truly a gift. Thank you for joining us today. Thanks uh totally inspirational, everyone. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, I'm going to read a little bit from the book so that you get a sense of how powerful this is and what a gift Jason Wright is to taking his message out into the world. I'm Dr. Pat Facilly. We'll be right back after this short break.
6: have benefited from NLP is a behavioral science that utilizes language to impact verbal and nonverbal communication allowing you to rethink how you perceive what is occurring in your mind NLP provides a system of knowledge and values procedures and tools for the purpose of empowering your life and the life of others when you learn how to practice NLP you can become capable of achieving anything you set your mind to anything Join the Empowerment Partnership as they present the Accelerated NLP Practitioner Training in Seattle, October the 8th through the 14th. Call 800-800-MIND or go to www.nlp.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show to receive 20% off the Empowerment Partnership. Whatever you think you are, you're more than that.
1: Are you feeling stuck, heavy, or crusted over in some part of your life? Have you lost your spark? Would you like help realizing your dream? Do you know what you want? Call Dr. Pat Vasily, certified career and belief coach, who wants to help you stop those negative thoughts that keep you running in circles. This award-winning author and researcher, Dr. Pat Vasily, brings a powerful, innovative approach to helping individuals live life full out. Call 206 206- 523-5522 for a free consultation that's 206
2: I'm Dr. Pat Facilli, the host of the Dr. Pat show talk radio to thrive by let me help you take your empowering message to a community of people looking for products and services that value all life on earth and tap into the one true freedom we have the freedom to choose let our listeners choose you Join the buzz and be the buzz. Sponsor the Dr. Pat Show. Call me at 206-523-5522. That's 206-523-5522.
0: In college, I took a lot of history and liberal arts classes, and frankly, I don't remember much of any of it. But as an adult, I find myself engrossed in fascinating programs on the A&E and History Channel. They've pretty much helped me to be pretty impressive at social functions, and I just found out today that I can purchase DVDs, of my favorite a and History Channel programs, right through HealthyLife.net. You should visit HealthyLife.net and order your favorite a and History Channel program DVDs as well, and then discover how many people you can impress during your next social occasion. We're HealthyLife.net, reaching and helping a worldwide audience without hype, without shock, and without shenanigans.
3: Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show, Talk Radio to Thrive by. Uh, you were listening to a conversation that I had with the uh, best-selling author, uh, James F. Wright. He is the author of, as I mentioned before, the book that we're talking about right now, which is Christmas Jars. And um, there is a Christmas Jar movement going on. And the question is this, what if your holiday tradition could change a person's life? What if your holiday tradition could change a person's life? How powerful would that be? Imagine what uh, Jason and I were talking about, about taking a jar. It doesn't matter what size, what shape. doesn't matter at all. And just throwing your change in it, so to speak. Change that maybe you've got stuffed down in one of your pockets. If you're me and you carry this big purse around, there's always something floating around down there. And imagine taking a change out and putting it in a jar. And imagine that jar being the gift that you give to someone, someone that is so in, in need and desire of spreading the word, spreading the hope, and spreading the faith. That story that Jason uh, talked about uh, with a young man with cancer and his thought about let's not spend this on ourselves. Let's take the two jars, and let's buy toys. I mean, this is something that each and every one of us, if you hear this, you you have to be able to stop and think. There isn't anything that you can't do that could help another human being. There isn't anything that you can't. You can do it. You can simply take a jar. You could simply throw some change in it. And... See what you collect between now and Christmas, and if you collect it, give it away. Whether it's Christmas, whether it's Hanukkah, whatever it is, whatever you are celebrating, whatever holiday you are celebrating, this jar will work for you. And I said before that I've got the book here, and I wanted to make sure that everybody had the website because This is a phenomenal book, and it's uh, it's it's wonderful. It goes right in a stocking if you're doing the stocking thing, uh, and it's a it's a wonderful gift. You can find out more about it by going to ChristmasJars.com and uh, check it out. But as I said before, there is so much in this book. There is so much in this book uh, that you could read. So much that will inspire you. And each and every day, I, I take a look at this book, and there is, a, there is a page, and there is a chapter of hope. There is something in this book for everyone. And you know, Jason was sharing with me uh, a little bit about what his wife said. And even though his name is on this book, he is such a humble individual. He knows that this book isn't about, about his life, that this book is about the millions of people that will be able to change the lives of so many people. So as we get ready to, you know, fill our own stockings, as we get ready to to think about what we're going to put on the table, as we, we get ready to think about all of the shopping that we might want to do, whether that's uh, actually going to the store or shopping online, think about what you can do to change another person's life. Think about a family tradition that you can create that will inspire others. And think about creating a tradition like this that you'll pass on to your children who might, in fact, pass it on to their children, who might, in fact, pass it on to their children. And what we've done is the gift of giving. And here is an individual, one individual, who had an idea about how to change the world and began by taking that idea and sitting down and saying, let's figure out a way to write a very inspiring story that will change the lives of so many people. So I don't know about you, but there have been times in my life where I haven't really felt like doing very much around the holidays, and now I do what I suggest that my clients do around this time of the holiday, and that is find a way to give back. Find a way to help another individual. Find a way to... Inspire someone else to live the lives that they want to live. Find a way to open your heart so that others can feel the love that you have for yourself as well as for them. Because all of this is about moving our energy in a way that inspires ourselves and inspires others. That's what we're here to do. And we look at our lists of all of the things we have to do, I look at my list before I head back east to family and friends, and I think, wow, how is there going to be time for anything else? Well, there is time. Each and every one of us can make time. It doesn't take much. And this is what I want to let you know, that this is the season of expansion. We've talked about it from many, many ideas in many, many ways. So think about how you are going to create the lives that you want so that you can gift to another person. We'll take a short break, and when we come back, my final personal message for the Dr. Pat Show.
6: is for everyone, any race, religion, gender, and age, anyone that wants to know more about who we are, why we're here, and how the universe works. A wide and varied range of people with different backgrounds are drawn to HUNA and attend the biannual HUNA workshop. Healthcare professionals, therapists, lawyers, managers, educators, professional athletes, college students, and people just like you. If you're interested in a more spiritual view of the world, if you want to connect more with who you are and discover a whole new universe around you, then HUNA is for you. Call 800 800 wine or go to HUNA.com and learn about the September 9th through the 17th HUNA event in Kona, Hawaii. Mention the Dr. Patch Show and receive a special discount.
5: For all your live or pre-recorded webcasting needs, come to earthchannel.com. Get your web-based message out to a select group or the whole world. It's easy. A pioneer in webcasting, earthchannel.com provides the best products and services to big corporations and government users. And now, the same technology is available to you. They have the best earthcast encoders, servers, and products to meet your technical needs. But wait, don't want to mess with technical stress? No problem. They'll do it for you earthchannel.com is your answer you can use webcasting for lots of things like advertising marketing customer support training and don't forget web radio and tv in fact you're listening to a live earthcast right now so come to earthchannel.com actualize your audio or video webcasting needs today you can't beat the friendly service or the price. Call earthchannel.com at 800-849-8978. That's (music) 800-849-8978.
3: Welcome back everyone. Welcome back to the Dr. Pat show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this has been a fabulous show and
5: really has opened my
3: heart. I want to make sure that each and every one of you have the opportunity to open your heart and open your heart for someone, for someone else. Uh, there are many, many things you can say about this book. Uh, some people say it's like a wonderful like. It's like an American storytelling at its best. Uh, and people say Jason Wright has written the next Christmas classic. What I say is that this is about changing your life, changing your world, and changing the lives of so many other people. Take a minute and reflect on all that you have right now. If you're listening to this show, you definitely have more than most. And I want to say, in the spirit of thriving, collect something, get yourself a jar, collect some change, and pass it forward. Thank you so much for listening to The Dr. Pat Show. We'll see you right back here next week on HealthyLife.net. Until then, remember, fill your Christmas jar and live life full out.